0: On episode 323 of Nintendo Switchcraft, we've got the Nintendo download. There is a surprise coming to uh, Smash Brothers. Hellblade looks really good, and the Nintendo Switch is losing an exclusive. Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Welcome back to SwitchCraft. It is your source for all things Nintendo. Uh, it is brought to you three times a week live at on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode of SwitchCraft is brought to you by NorthLight36. Get SwitchCraft and my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar over at patreon.com slash Stomp. Something's gone wrong in the happy-go-lucky world of Nintendo. All right, so let's start with the Nintendo download for April 11th. Every Thursday, Nintendo brings out uh, the Nintendo download, where they talk about a few games. And I'm, I'm just going to feature the games that they are talking about. These are games that are coming out this week or very soon. Uh, we're going to start with Final Fantasy XX2 HD Remaster. Uh, This is two games in one, you get two games for the price of one, except remember, if you buy the physical version, only one of those games is actually on the cartridge, the other one is a download. Uh, Another game that was uh, featured by Nintendo is uh, Hellblade uh, Senua's Sacrifice. This is a game I've not yet played, but I've heard that it looks fantastic, on the Nintendo Switch, there is actually some, some footage that that shows it off. I'm going to get to that later on in the show, so make sure that you, you stay tuned. Um, then my time at Portia. It says here, start a new life in the enchanting town of Portia. Uh, restore your pause neglected neglected workshop to its former glory by fulfilling commissions, growing crops, raising animals, and befriending befriending... I can't read today. Uh, quirky inhabitants in this charming post-apocalyptic land. I really like the look of the graphics. They're very, very cartoony, and and I think it looks fantastic. And then this is a game that I had never even heard of. It's called Reigns Game of Thrones. Uh, Of course, Game of Thrones is all that anybody's going to be talking about in just a few days, because on Sunday, the final season comes out. And I, I mean, I won't be talking about it, and at least not on 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 the show. I'll be talking about it with friends and stuff. Uh, but you know, they they we've got a a tie in. Remember those those days of the video game TV show tie in, where uh, every time there was a big movie that would come out, you would also get a game that would come with it. And this is kind of that thing. We're, th- these are these are making a comeback, except now it's based around TV shows. We've got. Uh, game of Thrones and, um, oh God, what's the Netflix show Stranger Things? There's a Stranger Things 3 video game coming out. Uh, but Game of Thrones says it is the heir to the award-winning HBO Game of Thrones series and the smash hit Swipe em Up series Reigns of Nerial and Developer Digital. Very confused by this. Uh, it says employ ruthless tactics to outwit political rivals, and wield impervious charm on your fickle bannermen. Maintain the balance and favor of the people to extend your reign and maybe one day survive the horrors of the coming winter. Seems really weird. I'm not sure uh, much about that game. Uh, then there's Mortal Kombat 11. You can pre-purchase. That game comes out uh, later on this month. I think on the 23rd. I could be wrong about that, though. Uh, it is, it's Mortal Kombat 11. If you like r- gratuitous violence and ridiculous amounts of gore, then that game is probably for you. It's not really for me. I think that that, that that series peaked, and this is from somebody who stopped playing them after Mortal Kombat 3. Uh, but I think that that series peaked on the second one. Uh, I loved Mortal Kombat 2. I put mountains of quarters into it in the arcade, but I'm just not interested anymore. Uh, I prefer to play other stuff. Uh, Special shout out to uh, just a a reminder that we've got starting tomorrow at 6 a.m. Pacific through April 14th at at, uh, midnight Pacific. uh, We've got our, um, not we, not me, not the royal we, I mean everybody. uh, People in Nintendo land, they have the Tetris 99 Maximus Cup, all right? So you can, you can, every time you place in a match, Uh, The higher you place, the more points you get. Uh, Every 100 points counts as one Tetris Maximus. The number of people who are um, people who place the highest and get the most points uh, will end up with 999 my Nintendo gold rewards coins. I mentioned this last week and uh, I mentioned that it seems like this is something that's going to reward the people who have the most time to dump into the game rather than the people who are the most skilled. And I said that this is kind of a good thing compared to last time, because last time we had the Tetris Maximus, it was just all the people who were gods at Tetris, uh, just wiping the floor with everybody else. And Sylvester... Uh, at Slyboy22 on Twitter, got uh, responded using the Nintendo Switchcraft hashtag. Thank you for that. He said, I agree. Uh, The Tetris 99 tournament probably gives people with the most free time an advantage, but I do like that they are trying something different to find the best balance with their tournaments. And I agree. I think it's good that they're looking for more balance, but what I think that they should do, and I think that this is very, very important, they need to get a ranked mode for Tetris 99 or, or maybe i i mean i doubt it i doubt that there already is a ranked mode and the mode that we are playing is ranked i think it's just putting random people together uh at least that's been my experience because i get my i get just destroyed every time i it's very seldom that i get up high enough to make me feel like okay i'm at par with most of these people most of the people that i'm playing with in Tetris 99 are fantastically good. It's not like it was when the game first came out. When that game first came out, it was pretty much everyone, everybody was learning how to play. And I felt like a lot of people were on equal footing, unless you were already like a super Tetris god. uh And I felt like I had a pretty good chance at doing well. Maybe not winning, because I still, the highest I've ever gotten is second place. Uh, maybe not winning but I always felt like I could do pretty well. And every time I've played it recently, I just get destroyed almost instantaneously. And I feel like that's because the, the people who have been playing the game have gotten better, but the game isn't taking those people who have gotten better and separating them from the filthy casuals like myself who just want to sit down and play a Tetris game but man, I just get destroyed whenever I play it. So I I kind of reverted back to uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris, which is a fantastic Tetris game. If you've never played it, it's really, really good. Um, and it has a single player mode, which I really, really like. So uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris is where I've been getting most of my puzzle, puzzle play. Uh but I might sit down this weekend and you know play a couple matches of Tetris 99 and see uh how we do. Uh sorry, I got distracted. Let's go back to the um the Nintendo download. Um let's see other games that are coming to the Nintendo Switch uh this week or or very soon. Uh we've got a Dark Room available on the 12th. Uh, Forbidden Romance on the 17th. Um, Let's see, what other games are jumping out at me? Neither of those jumped out at me, but they actually had dates written next to them. Uh, Rolling Sky is on April 12th. Shadowgate. Shadowgate, I actually have played. Uh, It is this remake of an old Nintendo Entertainment System game where it's a first-person adventure. There's like this very painted canvas in front of you and you know you can take torches off the wall and pick up items and unlock doors and stuff it's very neat um if you want more information about that check out um my youtube channel uh what else is coming out very soon uh trooper brook is a point and click adventure that comes out on april 17th i can't really say much about it that except that i have played it and uh there is there is a uh once the embargo is over my first look at truberbrook will also be on um youtube sorry i couldn't think of the word and then vaporum is coming as well later this week vaporum is this very cool first person dungeon crawler set in like a steampunk universe and again i've got a video over on my youtube channel i don't know if that video is live yet cuz i can't remember when the embargo is so i won't really say much about the game but it's a it's a a dungeon delving steampunk first person game. Uh, pretty cool. Make sure that you uh, check out my YouTube channel if you haven't already. Okay, let's talk about the big story today. Uh, our big story for today is a commercial from Nintendo. Uh there was a smash commercial from Nintendo and they were showing off a screen and of course there are people who think this was by accident but it was definitely not by accident. Uh in the first second of the commercial you can see uh this screen if you're watching on uh if you're watching the video then you can see the screen but if not just go to my my uh Twitter account and you can find a, I tweeted about it. Uh but they're showing the games and more um Tab, I guess, would the menu? Uh, they're showing the games in more menu, and it's got you know, me fighter on there, amiibo is on there, training is on there. Uh, and then down in the bottom right corner is stage builder. Now, stage builder was in uh, Smash 4, which is Smash that was on the Wii U. I don't know if it was on the 3DS version, I don't think that it was. Uh, but stage builder basically. They let you use the stylus and build a stage. And I always thought it was pretty cool, but I also felt like it was a little lacking. And what I almost hope for this time is for it to be a little more robust. I want to to be able to make giant stages, and I want the ability to build these stages the same way that you can build stages uh, in... um, In Mario Maker, if that makes sense, Mario Maker has at least on the Wii U. I'm assuming that the that the Switch version of Mario Maker Two is going to be fantastic, but it has a really good tool set for making levels. And I would love to see uh, these stages to be uh, people to be able to make these awesome stages on um, Smash Ultimate. Now, we don't have a a Miiverse anymore, and I think that that's the way that people used to be able to share the stages that they made uh, on the Wii U was through Miiverse. And because we don't have Miiverse, obviously they're going to have to have some way to share. I hope that there is a, a thing in Smash Ultimate where you can just open up the stage browser and download stages. Wouldn't it be awesome if you could make it so that people could go on and and start ranking these stages this is a really good stage this this stage is just a a flat platform there's nothing very interesting about it uh you know maybe rate them by stars and so you can go in and say okay i want to look at all the five star stages or i want to look at stages that have Five stars and have lava, or I want to look at stages that have five stars and have moving platforms that move around. Um, I think that that could be really, really fantastic and could give us infinite stages in the same way that, you know, Mario Maker One gave us infinite Mario levels. Uh, The stage builder, if Nintendo makes sharing stages easy uh and that's a big if because Nintendo always seems to fall down on their face when it comes to online stuff uh and services like that but if it if they make it easy to share uh the stage that you make in Smash Ultimate and make it easy for people to go out and download uh stages then that's fantastic wouldn't it wouldn't it be amazing if you're connected to the internet if you could just say random stage and it just grabs a random stage that somebody has made with the stage builder. So it's always, every time you play, it's a different stage that you've never played on before. I think that that would be fantastic, and I think that at the end of the day, that would really increase the longevity of Smash Ultimate, which I'll be honest, I have not played in a while, and it's not because it's a bad game. I've just, I've played it a bunch. I've have I have probably a hundred hours in Smash Ultimate. I've really enjoyed it. I just haven't been playing much lately. Uh so I- I'm curious as to what you guys think about the stage builder. Do you think Nintendo's gonna do right by us and and make it easy to share and easy to find new stages? Uh if so, let me know. Shout at me on Twitter, all right? Let's move on. I'm a coming, Luigi! All right, he, the, let's, let's talk about Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice. I've not played this game at all, okay? I've never played this game, uh, but there's this... Um, oh gosh, I have to rewind because it was uh, Contra Network uh, did this comparison between the PS4 version and the Nintendo Switch version of Hellblade, And it looks pretty good. Like, it's pretty impressive. Let me jump forward a little bit in time. I am impressed at how well the Nintendo Switch looks. It looks a little bit washed out. The colors don't quite pop as much as they do on uh, the PS4 version. But I I really think that the, the people in charge of porting this game over to the Nintendo Switch, they did a great job. And it held a, it, it seemed to hold a solid 30 frames per second. And on the PlayStation, it was 30 frames per second as well. It just really goes to show how... Uh, how do I want to say this? How powerful the Switch actually is. I mean, most people, myself included, we always say... Oh, the Switch is clearly not as powerful as the other consoles, and it's not. But with enough know-how, it seems like developers are able to push the Switch in ways that are just astounding. And the w- the developer whose name I have forgotten uh, that has ported uh, Hellblade over to the Switch they they just they did a great job. Uh, I did get a response. I, I, I asked on Twitter, I said, this looks pretty amazing. Uh, will you be picking up Hellblade on Nintendo Switch? Why or why not? And Smashblock Games says, I've been waiting to pick this up. Not sure if I'll get it on Switch or the PS4. The Switch port does look amazing, though. And uh, Geek at NintendoFit uh, said, even though I have it on Xbox, I'm planning on getting this for the Switch as well. And, you know, that's something that that you can say about the Nintendo Switch. It causes people to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A double dip. People have double dipped, myself included, so many times on the Switch just to be able to support a developer or to be able to take their game with them. Uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex in chat is letting me know that it was Ninja Theory that made the game. And I know that Ninja Theory made the game, but I don't think that they did the port. I think it was some other company that did the port, and I can't remember who it is off the top of my head. Uh, feel free to let me know at uh, Stomp on Twitter. Use that hashtag Nintendo NintendoSwitchCraft. Uh, let's talk about a game that has been an exclusive to the Nintendo Switch, but it's not anymore. Hello, hello. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news... Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. Okay, so uh when it first came out, Octopath Traveler was a Switch exclusive. And if you've never played Octopath Traveler, uh it is this really really beautiful uh 2D sprite-based game that uses uh real-time lighting to make the game just like pop off the screen. Uh beautiful sprite work in the game, great music, um the 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 story's pretty good and the combat is really really fun. I'm a big fan of Octopath Traveler and um it's it's not going to be an exclusive to Nintendo anymore. And that's not a big deal. I know that there's a lot of people who are fans of Nintendo and they're they're seeing this and they're like, "Oh, come on, Square, what are you doing? Why are you porting this away from Nintendo?" And I don't understand people like that. Like why is it that you don't want people to enjoy a really good game? Because myself, I I have I have said a million times how much I hate exclusives. I don't like console exclusives. I don't like exclusives that are on uh Steam. I don't like exclusives that are on um the Epic Games launcher. I am very much anti-exclusive. I don't want exclusives. I don't even really like that you can't play Nintendo games on other consoles. Now, I understand why exclusives exist and I know that they will never go away. Third-party exclusives bother me more than anything else. First-party exclusives are completely understandable, but third-party exclusives that drives me crazy. I I I always want the customer to be able to decide this is the platform that I want to play my game on. This is the platform that I like the most. And that's where I want to spend my money. And if that means, if that, means that, that all developers need to port to all platforms, then in the perfect world that Bill is in charge of, that's going to happen. It's not going to happen. But that's what I would like. I would like to be able to say, that game looks awesome. I'm going to play it on the platform that I want to play it on. So when this was announced, um, let's see, was this today? Yeah, this was announced today, a few hours ago. It's that Octopath Traveler is coming to PC on June 7th. Now, I know that there's a lot of people out there who don't have a Nintendo Switch. And I know that there's a lot of people, well... If you don't have a Nintendo Switch, you're probably not listening to my podcast, but maybe maybe a friend is trying to convince you to get a Switch and you're listening to it. I don't know. Um, here, here's what they said. They said, we have some very exciting news for PC gamers. Octopath Traveler is coming to Steam on June 7th. So, you know, add it to your wishlist now. Uh, and then they kind of described the game. Uh, Octopath Traveler will be, will be available to buy on Steam and from the Square Enix store. Add it to your wishlist now. Here's why I wouldn't be excited about this and why you should still play it on the Switch. Square Enix, they make some pretty damn good games. They make some of my favorite games of all time. You know what they don't make? They don't make good ports. Square Enix makes terrible, terrible ports. Almost every time they ported a game to PC, it's come with some ridiculous bugs or... Or, um... Limitations or terrible controls because they basically just kind of package it together and throw it over there rather than k- keeping the idea of the platform in mind that they're porting to, and it drives me crazy. Uh, for instance, when Final Fantasy VI was was officially ported to the PC, it wasn't the original Final Fantasy VI. No, it was it was a horrible version of a mobile game that got ported to the PC. Um, Final Fantasy VII has these ridiculous... Like, you have to go into... You have to launch a separate configuration utility just to change some of the settings on the game. You can't change the settings in the game, even like resolution and things like that. So the first time that you turn on the game and you get into the game, it's like, oh my god, it looks like garbage. Final Fantasy, or Final Fantasy, Square is very, very bad at PC ports, and I fully expect that the PC port for Octopath Traveler is going to be a, a dumpster fire. That's what I ex- expect. I would be extremely happy to be proven wrong, okay? Square Enix, feel free to prove me wrong here, but I don't expect that they're don't, going to do a good job on this port because they've just taught me to expect very little from them. Uh, if you are on the fence about picking up Octopath Traveler, pick it up on the Switch. That is the place to play it. It's fantastic. You can take it with you. And having it on the PC, it's not going to look better. Uh, it's not that kind of game. It's It already looks beautiful on the Switch. I can't imagine it looking better on PC because it's got more powerful hardware. That's not the kind of game that we're talking about here. Uh, Let's Swip... Swip? I don't think about swipping. Let's switch over to feedback. I got a couple of emails to read to you. from his All right, I got an email from Adam. Adam from Cleveland again says, a great game for Nintendo Labo would be Duck Hunt remake, a 360 uh view would be unreal fun that's actually pretty clever however without surround sound i don't know that it would work you'd would, you would have to have something maybe maybe just the dog is um getting you to turn and look behind you to to make your shot so like how would you know if the ducks come up behind you or maybe there's just an alert on the screen that says turn around so you turn around to shoot the ducks um, I think that that's a great idea. Thank you very much for the email, Adam. And by the way, if you want to email the show, you can runjumpstomp at gmail.com. Although my email inbox is starting to get too much stuff in it. Uh, so I would prefer if you really want to get on the show, the best way is to tweet at me and use the hashtag Nintendo Switchcraft. Um, plus it helps the show for discoverability. All right. I also got an email from Trevor. Uh, Trevor says, hey, Bill, it's been a while since I last emailed you still never miss a podcast listening to yesterday's show now and heard you mention VR being better in first person. Astro Bot and Moss are two great games on PSVR, and they are both third person games. I, I agree that it's silly. Labo VR will have to hold it to your face. I really want to check out Labo VR now that they announced support for Mario Odyssey and Zelda Breath of the Wild where I wasn't interested before I'm going to wait for reviews on this mainly because I'm not interested in holding it to my my face for more than 5 minutes love the show Trevor all right well first off thank you for listening to every episode uh we are on episode 323 and pretty soon it won't be long before I have an episode out for every day of the year so so if you go back and you want to Start listening at the beginning, and you should, because there's a lot of good stuff back there. Uh, go all the way back to episode one. You'll be able to listen to every uh, an episode of Run, Jump, Stomp every single day when I get to episode 365, which is pretty crazy. So uh, thank you very much for listening to those, Trevor. Uh, as far as the, the VR, I have it pre-ordered. Uh, it's probably going to get here tomorrow or the day after or something like that. Uh, Because Amazon always takes forever to ship me video games for some reason. Uh, But it's going to get here and I probably won't talk about it right away. And the reason why I'm not going to talk about it right away on the show is because I mainly got it for my son. Uh, So he's going to be the one to mess around and play with it. And then once he's done building the pieces and stuff, I will check them out and, and be able to report back. Uh, I guess there's already reviews out for it. I haven't looked at them because I don't want them to really like influence me. Uh, So if you want to know, just Google uh, Labo VR review, and I'm sure that you'll find out uh, some stuff. I also got an email from Elliot. Elliot says, howdy, what will it take for Banjo-Kazooie to be released on a modern console like the Switch? Thanks, Elliot in St. Louis. All right, Uh, Elliot, that's a good question. I don't think it's outside the realm of possibility. Now, if you had asked me a year ago if it was possible, I would have said no. And the reason why is because Banjo-Kazooie is like that was a game made by Rare and Microsoft owns Rare. So the idea of Banjo-Kazooie being ported to the Switch is incredibly low. That's what I would have said a year ago. However, Microsoft, I mean, uh, Ninja Theory, Ninja Theory made uh, Hellblade and that's a com- that that's a company owned by Microsoft so it's perfectly possible and, oh and uh the the Cuphead developers were approached by Microsoft Microsoft the publisher uh but the developers were approached by Microsoft and they said hey will you port this game to the Switch and the developers were like okay that's awesome because that's a whole audience out there that we have yet to be able to sell to, let's sell to them, and uh, we can bring our, our game to a new platform. That's fantastic. Microsoft and Nintendo, they're like high five and buddies all the time now, and it's mostly because Sony's been a jerk, and so uh, Nintendo and Microsoft are try- basically trying to team up against the big dog. At least that's what it seems like. Uh, so... It's certainly not outside the realm of possibility that it, that Rare could port Banjo-Kazooie or make a a a man, Banjo-Kazooie uh game on modern console like the Switch. I think that that is possible and uh you know f- fingers crossed. If that's the kind of thing that you want, then what I would do is I would tweet at uh like Major Nelson, at Microsoft, at Nintendo and I mean, don't be rude about it. Don't be a maniac, but just say, hey, if you made Banjo-Kazooie for the Switch, I would buy it from you. You know, you tell a video game company that you want to buy their stuff. Sometimes they like, oh, maybe we'll make some stuff. I don't know. It's just an idea these people are upset because even after waiting all night they were unable to get their kids a new version of a game called dragon quest well i'm not going to make you guys wait all night we are done with the episode for today look if you want to become part of the community it's super easy to do super easy to do we've got a bunch of fantastic and really fun people in our discord community we call it the nerd nest if you want to join the nerd nest it's super easy. RunJumpStomp.com slash Discord. That's runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. Get over there, join the Nerd Nest, have conversations with fun people. Uh, you can also watch the show live over at my Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. And you can get a hold of me on Twitter at runjumpstomp and use that hashtag Nintendo Switchcraft because I have other shows. And I never know which show to include things in. It it just makes it easier for when I'm sitting down to record a show, I can just search for a hashtag and then have feedback from you guys. So uh, keep that feedback coming. If you're looking to support the show, go to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. And if you want to check out those other shows that I just mentioned, very easy to do as well, runjumpstomp.com slash shows. Uh, The music on today's show is Balloon Trip Remix by Noteblock. Uh going to start playing that music right now. And I think we are all done. So head on over to runjumpstomp.com. Click all of the buttons. I'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.